This is Sermon Mission Sunday number four, Meditations Intended to Equip the Church Militant for Spiritual Warfare. And I am the warrior priest, Donovan Riley. In the name of Jesus, Amen. The battle is already won. The battle is won. Victory is ours. Jesus has already defeated the enemy and has made a new way of life for you today. This truth is present throughout the New Testament. But be honest with yourself. It is difficult and often impossible to fully embrace the truth of what Scripture teaches when the world appears so completely overwhelmed by lust and greed and weakness. When you watch the news, when you see someone you love struggle, or you face the consequences of your choices, it is hard and often impossible to fully grasp the newness of life the Bible speaks about so often. But in the midst of your battles, in the midst of the struggles and the afflictions and the tribulations of life, you must never lose hope. No matter how badly you are battered and beaten, there is one truth that stands fast over time, over your own personal choices, over today, and even over the future. And that is that your victory in Jesus is secure. He goes before you in every battle that you face. As Jesus said, these things I have spoken to you, so that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, you will be tested, you will be tempted, but take courage. I have overcome the world. I have overcome the world. I have defeated the world. When Jesus spoke these words to his disciples, he was encouraging them for what they were about to face. You see, most of them ended up as martyrs. They were executed for standing against the religion of the state by declaring that Jesus, not Caesar, was their God and their Savior. And so they were persecuted for preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. But they did not shut up. They did not retreat. They did not run away. Instead, they were encouraged and strengthened and comforted by their Savior's words, I have overcome the world. I have defeated the world. At the time he said it, Jesus was telling the disciples a past tense truth. And why is this important? Because at the time that Jesus spoke these words, he had yet to face the cross. His death, his resurrection, were still ahead of him. He had not defeated sin and death yet. But God's plan to save the world from sin and death, through the death and the resurrection of Jesus, was in motion, and nothing, not even hell, could stop it. So what about now? That's fine that Jesus said that to his disciples, that he assured him ahead of time, in the affirmative, that he had overcome the world. But what about now? 
What about now when you face a battle? What about now when you fight, whether it's physical or spiritual, in Christ? What about now? Now the battle is already won. Now you are in Christ, and therefore you have defeated the world through him. The battle is already won. But you still have to stand firm in that victory, just as God's people always have done in the days of the kings of Israel, in the second book of the Chronicles, of the history of the kings of Israel. You get a picture of what this looks like in actual fact. The Israelites were about to face a difficult battle. And God comforted them by reminding them of their victory. Just as Jesus does with his disciples, so God does with the people of Israel. He tells them what is about to happen as if it has already happened. Because for God, the conclusion is a foregone conclusion. You will not need to fight in this battle, he says. Stand firm. Hold your position. See the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, and the Lord will be with you. God ordered the Israelites to stand firm in their victory. They still had to stand. They still had to put on their armor. They still had to march into battle. But God had already given them their victory. And this, then, gives you a much different perspective going into battle today. Imagine this. If you were in the army going to war, how much more at ease, how much more comfortable would you be knowing with full certainty that the enemy could not touch or harm you in any way? How would you feel knowing that you were going to win with 100% odds in your favor? As you witness society and the world be defeated, by lust and greed and weakness. Never forget the truth. Not the truth of your own personal preferences, not the yes or no of other people's personal tastes, but the actual truth, the God's honest truth, that the battle is already won. Jesus is King of Kings. He is the Lord of armies, the Lord of hosts. He goes before beside, and behind you into battle. And who can oppose him? Who can stand against God? Who can overthrow and defeat our king, the Lord of our army, our savior? Who can defeat him and his army? The enemies of God can't defeat him, but they fight anyway. What else can they do? What else are they supposed to do? They're blind and deaf and dumb to the truth. So no matter how the battle appears to go in the moment, victory always belongs to God and his people. But again, it's difficult. It's often impossible to trust that this is true when you witness society being transformed into a paranoid, pathologized, authoritarian dystopia. People now have to show their papers to see a movie or get a cup of coffee. 
they must publicly display their ideological conformity to enter a supermarket and buy groceries. In just a short time, less than two years, society has been radically transformed so that the majority of people are hate-drunk on divisive politics, pseudoscience, and media misinformation. As a consequence, hysterical mobs are openly persecuting the unvaccinated, the new untouchables of our new totalitarian society. In just a short time, less than two years, we have watched as politicians and religious leaders and cultural influencers have done precisely what every totalitarian movement in history has done before it, right by the numbers. And they do it in public before our very eyes because they have no shame. And why shouldn't they? Most people don't want to accept what's happening, which is why it continues to happen, which is why they are emboldened, which is why they parade their schemes in front of our eyes, and why totalitarianism is conquering every nation on earth largely unopposed. That's what's happening right now. It isn't a TV show. It isn't a miniseries. It's actually happening in this country and around the globe. You can pretend. You can pretend it's not happening. You can ignore the truth. You can choose to be willfully blind, to make yourself to become deaf and dumb and blind so that you can continue to play make-believe with your life. But when the enemies of God invade your neighborhood, when the enemies of God invade your schools, when the enemies of God invade your hospitals and city hall, where will you be? Where will you be when they come to your neighborhood and they infiltrate your schools and your hospitals and city hall? Where will you be? Will you stand firm? Will you put on the whole armor of God? Will you testify? Will you point your finger at what is truly evil and ungodly? Will you protect your children, your family, your neighborhood, your church, your society? Will you proclaim the word of God that Jesus has already won the victory, that the world has been overcome by him? Why do you even have to think about it? Have you not been listening? Did you not listen in school? Did you not pay attention during history classes? At what other time in history has a people risen up and taken power? And you hear the words, show us your papers. Why do you have to think about it? Don't pretend that you haven't been listening. The battle is already won. Jesus has already defeated the enemy. He has already made a way for you to become brand new because God has disarmed the rulers and authorities, making a public display of them, having triumphed over them through Jesus. So no matter when, where, and how enemies attack you, no matter what weapons they use against you, Jesus has already won. In his death and in his resurrection, he has defeated your enemies. Sin Death, Satan, have been overthrown. As God said to Israel in the days of King Jehoshaphat and announces to you again today, you will not need to fight in this battle. Stand firm. Hold your position. 
see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. Go out against them, and the Lord will be with you. The battle is already won. Jesus has already defeated the enemy and has made a way for you to become brand new. This truth, the God's honest truth, is witnessed to by God's people throughout the Bible and church history to the present day. God's plan to save the world from sin and death through the death and resurrection of Jesus is in motion, and nothing and no one, not sin, not sinners, not the threat of death, not the temptations of hell, can stop the power of God to defeat his enemies for you. So stand firm. Hold your position, put on the whole armor of God, and march into battle. See the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. Because in Christ, God has already given you the victory. God has defeated the world. God has overcome all of your enemies. Jesus has defeated the enemy and has made a new life for you today and always. In the name of Jesus, amen.